Hey, 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 this is your host, Tyler Booth, with the Fins and Feathers podcast, here with your producer, Nathan Winterstein. This is a new podcast that we're going to be doing on a weekly, monthly basis. We're not sure yet. We'll figure that out as we go, but we're going to be talking anything and everything outdoors, hunting and fishing, uh, killing ducks and, and catching fish to drinking beers and anything and everything else that sounds good. So, Nate, why don't you uh, introduce yourself a little bit, uh, tell us about yourself, um, what you're thinking for this podcast, where you want to go with it, some ideas that you have. Yeah, man. So, like, my name's Nathan Winterstein, and I've been hunting waterfowl for about three, four years now, I think we have together, and we kind of just started off on a whim after uh, after I did a little bit of filming work, which is kind of how is what I kind of do more than anything. That's why we're doing this podcast is I like producing stuff and everything. Uh, we've been talking about doing this for about a week or two, like now, maybe like three weeks. We were trying to get set up. Um, I'm producing a podcast for some other guys, and I was like, hey, why don't we just sit down and just bullshit? I mean, that's what kind of what this is going to turn into, like a bullshit, sh- a bullshit session with um, talking, you know, fishing, anything from fishing to um, duck hunting, you know, I mean, deer hunting. I mean, whatever we really want to talk about, whatever's going on in our lives is kind of going to be the thing. Cool, man. Uh, that sounds good. So, yeah, so we've pretty much been hunting together since the beginning, um, growing up throughout our lives and everything. Um, we got into duck hunting, like you said, what, four years ago, probably? Yeah, it was probably the last good winter we had. Ever since that, it's kind of like, oh, we're like, oh, duck yeah. hunting. And we, we literally knew absolutely nothing about it getting into it. So, you know, for anybody out there, that you know is unfamiliar with it or hesitant about getting into it you just got to go for it and that's what we did and and, I mean it's not like we have great duck hunting here in West Virginia or anything like that so we just kind of got out there and went for it and you know we've we've met some pretty cool people along the way who's you know showed us some stuff and some guys that have been more familiar with it you know from other states and um, you know up north and some guys from Arkansas and stuff so you know, it's really came together, and I, I think we're getting to a point where we're actually starting, you know, to understand it and know how to get on birds and a scout for birds and, you know, understand how the birds are going to work um, given the current weather and things like that. So, you know, I, I think we're at a point where, you know, we can actually do something without, with that and, and get out there and hunt and, and come back here and podcast about it and um, – yeah, you talk know. about what's going on. I mean, like, I mean, if you think about, like, I haven't zeroed yet this year, and I can't say that about any other year. Granted, three hunts, but. Yeah, I was going to say, like, two days <laughs> into the season. <laughs> two days into duck season. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, the first year I think we hunted, like, first no, first year was a good year. Like, we killed a, no, yeah, we killed a bunch, and then it was the second year when I got my dog, Brandy, and we never killed a bird ever. It was no. more of a let's go set, watch birds, like look at us like we're idiots. We, we did a lot of learning that year. Yeah, that was a that was a kick in the nads pretty much every time you hunted. Like I'm surprised my dog even knows how to retrieve a bird after spending one year watching them fly away. Yeah. So so we literally went from knowing nothing about duck hunting to having two duck boats, a retriever, and all this good stuff. And it, you know, it, it's it's worked out well for us. So um, Yeah, I mean we 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 had a pretty good hunt this morning. I mean, we, we got one woody, but, I mean, we kind of got screwed by the weather a couple weeks yeah. ago. I mean, and and for those of you that don't know, we just started our um, 
our early duck season here in West Virginia. It came in October 1st. Um, so right now we don't have a whole lot of birds in the area, um, mainly all local oh, birds. We lost birds. That's yeah, the worst part about it. We lost birds. Absolutely. And Our you know, we're, we're basically hunting woodies right now. That, that's, that's pretty much all we have here. Um, so you want to talk, you guys went hunting yesterday. You got with some guys. Yeah, we got with some guys and like went down and hunted in an area that, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. Like I thought about, I brought up Swanee hunting. I don't know if you heard me when I was talking to John and me and Clark talked about it yesterday, but man, we, we went to green bottom and I'll tell you where we went. Like I advise not going there early season. Uh, it was like, I've heard the rumors of, you know, that's where you go to get shot early season. Oh, and, that's nice. And yeah, I've met people that have been shot down there. Like that's <laughs> the worst part about it. Like the guys we hunted with, like, they're like, yeah, we've met like four or five guys that have been shot down here. Yeah. Let's, let's go there. <laughs> that's somewhere I want to go. And I mean, it sounded like a war zone went off and like, it was still foggy. Like I couldn't even see my decoys and I'm like, what the hell is it's going like, on? It's like opening day in Arkansas, except everybody in West Virginia is hunting like one small pond. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's three ponds and every, like you have 20 guys sitting in them and there's no decoys and it's, let's just pass shoot woodies as they like try so to survive. So do you think there was actually like a good number of birds down there or was it just yahoos out there? No, I didn't know. I mean, I, I don't think they were good numbers of bird. I, I, I think they shot a lot of Tweeties. I think they shot a lot of like I, everything else other than ducks. I mean, I don't, I just don't see how you pick a duck out when you can't see 20 yards from you and shoot. One Foggy. Eye. I mean, you don't know where anybody's at. Like, right. I mean, it's, it's awful. And I mean, we were talking about like, well, you went to Arkansas. There's a 15 shell limit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we need a 15 shell limit yeah, in those areas. And for people that don't know, this is a state-owned wildlife management area that's, how big would you say it is? Maybe like four or 500 acres? I don't even know if it's that. I'll look it up on Onyx. I mean. It, it, it can't be that big. But, you know, how many people would you say were hunting down there? Oh, they was all. 50? They, was, they wasn't 50, but they was all of 20. 20? There were 20. There were 20 people. So guys are just piled in like right on top of each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were like shots. There were shots not far from us. And we we went out on the river because we were like, hey, we're not brave enough to like get get (laughs) over. You want to be like looking over your shoulder just thinking that next shot's got your name on it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So let's see. Right here is the management area. It is 728 acres. How many acres did you say? 720. I said 500. Oh, wow. I was kind of close. Yeah. And it has, um, let's see if I can get, like, click off of it. It has one pond, two ponds, three ponds, three and a half. And then there's, like, a lot of, like, little sloughs that, like, I don't even know if they have water right now because we're low on water. Right. I mean, we're we're down water. Yeah. It, it probably hasn't rained here in how long? It's a been month. like it's a good like month a, since a, we've had a, a, a good a good rain. a good rain to like fill something yeah. up. Yeah. How do you think that's affecting the birds? I mean, uh, I mean they've it's, got no it hasn't been, it hasn't they've been all good. been shot at now. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had no rain. The water's all stagnant, and we had a cold front move in what week before last, and it was cold for like a week. And yeah. Then, it, well, I mean, the nights are now like forty some degrees. It's it was 40, 44 when we put the boat in this morning, mm-hmm. and it's like already seventy some outside. Right, and it's not even noon yet. I mean, that's that's awful. Like, I mean, that's not what you want for birds. I mean, we lost. 
a lot of teal. We lost Especially, a you know, this early in the season, it's just going to push out your local birds, and, and you're not yeah. getting anything to replenish We didn't get that. anything from Ohio. Ohio's loaded yeah. with birds all the way up at Lake Erie, and what are you going to do, drive to Lake Erie and shoot? Absolutely. Hours? I mean, I would. Absolutely. Their, their I would get in the truck right now. <laughs> their season's not in, so we yeah. can't go there. Well, well, that could be an issue. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think it's in. I know zone... Yeah. No, Zone 3, which is our closest zone to us, they don't come in until, like, the end of October. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. They have, like, their different zones and everything. They can now finally shoot 5Gs, which, hell, we've been able to shoot 5Gs forever, but yeah. we can only shoot two mallards now because our... So, so how many did you guys shoot yesterday? We shot two. We shot we shot both birds that decoyed. We decoyed two birds, shot two Drake Woodies, and that was it. Yeah. I mean... Which is pretty typical for an early West Virginia season. Yeah, I mean, unless, so, like, I mean, there were guys that, like, I seen that went in there, and they got they shot three-man limits woodies, I mean, which is nine woodies, but, like, for as much shooting that was in there, they better shot, like, a ten-man limit. Right. At least in there. I mean, it was awful. I mean, I only know of one guy that was, one group of guys that was in there that shot a limit. Yeah. And today really wasn't any different. Well, we got out there and, and set up about six o'clock, and it was just fog banks were rolling in. I mean, we couldn't see ten foot in front of the boat. That probably cost us, like, Two woodies because I didn't call a shot. I got like <laughs> sidetracked on like it was oh, your one and only job, man. It was literally I had a camera and the my job was to call the shot. And I'm really surprised no one said, "Hey, like no, are we gonna right. shoot these?" I mean, it, that was kind of one of those deals where they're they're, they're, they're like just out of range, like, and you're like, "Well, they come wait, like should I wait? Should I wait?" And then foggy, and they, two seconds later, you don't have a shot. Well, they foggy and they banked around us, and it's like they set out in the middle of the river, and I didn't see them sit down. You guys, oh, they're swimming this way. Yeah. And then, like, three of them swam over to us, but the fourth one, like, never showed up. So we're sitting there, we're like, I was like, well, where's that one at? And then they start swimming towards the decoys, and then all of a sudden they, like, for no reason at all, other than probably because they were close enough that we should have shot them, they banked yeah. out around us, and then they were gone. Yeah. They kind of swam right past the boats, right up the creek, and then. So we finished the day with one hen woody. That swam. Wow, wow, wow. That was the fourth <laughs> one that swam over late. Yeah, but hey, ladies and gentlemen, we did not get skunked, right? That's right. We didn't go home empty-handed. We did not. We left the ramp. One shot, not, one kill. We left the ramp not hot, not sweaty, and there were still two boats out there that hadn't yeah. fired a shot so yet. So let's talk about when. I, let's talk about the number of boats that were in the parking lot this morning or the number of people. You know, four years ago when we pulled into that boat ramp, there was nobody. Maybe one other boat, a couple of old guys that's been out there doing it for like thirty years or something like that. It does seem it does seem like the number of hunters have went up. Oh, it's it's skyrocketed, man. But feel, it kinda it kinda more seems like I don't know, like I mean, I don't know if they're gonna listen to this. Especially in kind of one of those things like kinda one of those things where like I mean it's something they could learn, but hopefully they don't listen to this. It's just like the guys that don't let the birds rest. And I mean, I understand, like with the amount of guys hunting right now, if you've got them, you got to hunt them. But right. but you got to scout them. But also, you don't want to be out there every day just beating them to death. I know. You know around of here. the spots those guys hunted, like I know no one hunted the spot we hunted today, which we won't say where that is. But I know the other spot. Both of those, yeah. both those spots were hunted yesterday. The one boat said they hunted it yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's like any spot that you know the normal duck hunter would know of. The, the weekend warriors would know of, there was somebody in it this morning. Yeah, yeah. We went to a spot that, like, I know about seven, eight guys now, probably a couple more that know about it. Yeah. I mean, there's there are a group of friends that know about it, and that, other yeah. than that, it's it. And, I mean. We've killed birds there, and we usually see a uh, good number of woodies there early season. 
but you know, just with the fog and stuff this morning, it's just, <laughs> I like the other side of the river. Great. We need to hunt the other side of the river. I keep I saying that to myself. We I think we like- probably say that every time. And then we go over to the other side of the river and we'd be like, man, we should have hunted, hunted the, the yeah. normal side of the river. Yeah. We should have hunted over there. That's how it always works. Yeah. Chasing them birds. That's, that's what it is. Um, yeah, it was kind of like, which you, this is, this was your first morning out hunting this year. Yeah. This is my first morning. I didn't get the, to hunt a lot last year. You know, I started pretty strong early season and, you know, and I had some stuff going on in my home life. So I, I didn't get to, to hunt a lot, you know, mid season and into late season. And I think it was the end of January when we went to, um, Arkansas before I really got back out there and, um, was able to, to kill some ducks. So yeah, it was, it was good getting back out there, um, for the first time in a while. So shaking that rust off and yeah, we let John shoot. We all found out I need to get back on those duck calls and you did sound a lot worse on them than what I anticipated. Thanks man. Appreciate that. (laughs) I mean like (laughs) don't hold back or nothing. (laughs) Wow. I don't know what the guy yesterday that I didn't think was going to be able to call and he like picked it up and could blow it. I'm like. If you sound like shit, shut up. <laughs> I mean, no, you got to, and that's that's something I that's something that like honestly, like in, I mean, people probably wanted me to shut up on my duck call, but I mean, I've gotten a lot better because I just sat there and blow it, and you don't have to like honestly, yeah, no, you I don't have agree. to blow the thing and sound like good, like. No. I mean, but there is a time and a time and place to like shut the hell up when there's certain birds working. It's right. like, Hey, let the professionals, when handle. they really want to land and they want to get in there, let's not, let's not, uh, we're not afforded too many opportunities around here. So, yeah. so let's not ruin the super good ones. Well, like, and, and I like to call a little different than like a lot of our friends like to call. I like to finish. I, I don't want to shut up till they're on the water. Like I want them, I want them like sitting down, feeder chuckling, and then let's take them. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how I call it my geese. And I would probably say, other than, you know, the one group of guys, that I'm probably one of the better goose callers in the group. I mean, I would say, I don't know why, but you just, you have a knack for <laughs> that's that. because I can't blow a duck call. So I, I have to learn how to blow something. I don't even give a shit about goose calls. <laughs> you, like. say, you, you say that, and then every time a goose comes by, you're like, hey, sh- hey, hey, call, call. Yeah. Call. You're like, you're I'm like, like man, I, I really need to get one of those calls. But no, I, I don't know why, but goose hunting just doesn't do it for me like duck hunting does. I don't, I don't know. I mean, and like, it's like. And to each their own, you know, I still like to go goose hunting. Oh, no, I'm, I'm telling you, like a, a jam up duck hunt. But I'm not like, oh, there's this up? giant goose feed that I have to get in on. You know what I mean? I don't I'd know, be like, man. Oh, screw I don't that. Know. I'm going to go out there and kill some ducks. I don't know, man. We got, I don't know, man. We'll get you in on a good goose hunt, like. You want yeah. like we'll talk like sometime we gotta bring it we got we'll get Harrison on here and stuff. I got I'm ordering some more mics and stuff and we'll talk the, the twenty five day yeah. in the in the pigweed and man. Yeah. It seems like this year has been like a decent year for early goose season. Dude, like, I don't know. Y'all were started, stacking them up and well, you know, I, mean, I saw like, some other guys posting on social media and Facebook and stuff. Well, I mean yesterday with stacks of birds and yesterday, I mean duck season opened yesterday and I seen probably just as many geese photos posted as i did ducks and i know there's still a goose feed that hasn't been hunted no one here is going to be able to find it like well hey this podcast is going to be posted before they hunt it after they hunt it they're hunting it i think tomorrow so super secret spot no it's just in the middle of nowhere it's, it's a lot it's, it's in the mountains that. it's in the mountains oh in the mountains we might actually hunt that one tomorrow. those mountain birds i'm, work, I'm actually need to work on that we might hey I'm, a, I'm up for anything we might hunt that tomorrow because there's only going to be two of us so that's something we can slide in on uh 
yeah so if we're in a good mood on our social media so how 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 did you guys do early goose season i know y'all had uh, some stacks of birds how many times did you get out there and i only got a hunt oh what did i hunt i hunted i hunted one day one day i was gonna take off work one day and i told them if they wouldn't hunt the x i wasn't gonna go and then like, <laughs> you're like if you're not on them i don't i don't well i mean shit. they were gonna hunt the side like 200 yards off the X, and I'm like, nope, not going to work. And actually, it probably would have worked because they hunted off the X. Like, And how did you know that? Did you, like, scout it before? Oh, I, I didn't scout it. Like, I talked to the guy scouting. Like, I had all the – I had all oh, the so – I, I Oh, X so that, you did have some – I mean, I, I kind of – I knew where the, I knew where the X was. I got gotcha. you. They asked my opinion and stuff where the hunter at, and I told them – I mean, it was a short, short hayfield. And I, I'm more of a believer now that uh, you can put an A-frame anywhere in the world, and they're going to land beside oh, yeah. of it. They stacked uh, 14, and then the field beside of them killed 10. It's pretty good. And they couldn't shoot at the first group. The first group they only killed two out of, and it was the biggest group that landed because it landed behind them, and they couldn't shoot that away. And that was the problem with the property was how it was set up. Um, yeah, it's no, it's like we don't we – don't. But, no, I mean, I mean, our buddy Harrison, like, I mean, they did 55 birds in three days. Damn. I mean, they stacked them. That's, I mean, like that is some good birds <laughs> for West Virginia. I mean, folks. I mean, look at look look at freaking look at Buffalo right now where you live. How many how many geese yeah. are living there right now? Three hundred. Yeah, all them uh, sewer pond geese. I don't care. There. I'll shoot the tar out of them when they find, finally decide yeah. to go feed somewhere out of town. As soon as we find their, I mean, they're gonna feed. They're I mean, gonna, I see them every night. They're flying over my house. They're gonna but. feed somewhere if unless they just sit there and feed all winter at Toyota and then go to the bean fields. We're done. But you're not gonna be able to hunt them. But those birds, like, I mean, there's 300 living in like one town right now. I mean, yeah. and that's local birds. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go down there and uh, put my layout in Adams. Parents' flower beds or something like that. Oh my god, they fly right over that field. Yeah. Well, they're building a house in the one field that, like, I was going to see if they were feeding in. Someone bought it and they're building a house in it now. They got to run it. Somebody's always got to run it for you. Yeah, gosh, how dare they like build a house and like <laughs> live a happy life? All right, uh, so so that's pretty much where we're at on our season thus far. Yeah, I mean that's duck and geese hunting. So we're we're just now getting rolling. You know, it's as far as ducks go, it's been pretty slow so far. Uh, I would say that that short season that we have in November, it usually gets pretty good. Um, you can kill some birds. A lot of more woodies and mallards start moving in um, from up north. We start getting some of those migrators instead of just a bunch of local birds. Um, you know, um, shit. You're going to have to edit this part. Oh, no. Like, well, John's texting me. So, you don't know this. So, we left. So, we left. We're driving down the road. Clark calls me. He's like five cars back behind me. You're way in front of us. And he's like, hey, uh, is John driving the black Ford behind you? And I'm like, yeah, why? And he goes, you're uh, his uh, tailgate's down. Like, his gun's like about to fall out of his truck. So, he so almost he, lost his gun this morning? Yeah, he almost lost his gun after oh, we got done. That would, that would be a nice surprise yeah, that, when you get home. That A400? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so we're... You know, we're into our, our early season now and got that rolling. Um, the other thing, you know, is is bass fishing. So, our tournaments and stuff, you know, that's coming cool. to a close here. So, we're kind of trying to juggle two things. We're trying to finish out our, our tournament season. Uh, just a small local series that we fish, nothing major. Well, well, I mean, you. Well, we'll say this. Like, you've bass fished before. Like, I had literally uh, – my wife ain't going to listen to this, hopefully, have spent – 
thousand dollars or more at least this year on waterfowl stuff. We won't tell her that. Yeah, we won't tell her that. We won't share her that Sitka meme. Yeah. Like she, if your husband has any of this gear, <laughs> he uh he can't say shit about what you buy or whatever. No, that would yeah, get you yeah. in some well, trouble. Well, I mean, first off, as um as I told everyone yesterday, no one pays full price for that. So oh. get yourself a forty percent. Whatever off, makes right? yourself feel better, man. Everyone pays forty percent off and it's the same price as everything else at the end of the day. Uh but anyway, so we've got is it one tournament left or two? We got one left in our like little local series here that we've gotten our asses handed to us every single week. Yeah, but that's we've all right. learned something every yeah. single time. I oh, mean, absolutely. I mean we went from catching like no fish the first tournament to like we caught, two the second tournament. Caught, yeah. And then like I think we had five. Now we're, third we're pretty one. much limiting out now. The I mean, fourth they're one, dinks, the but fourth one, you like got drunk and decided you weren't going to show up for it. It happens, man. And then I had to fish it by myself and bounced a one pounder, which would have not made me like third to last. Like, I think I ended up second to last, actually. Would have not made me second to last, but it would have made me at least like middle of the field. That's right. Our highest finish, and I bounced it off the line. I'll let ball. you down. My bad. <laughs> uh, I think I rolled in about. 4 a.m. that night. I mean, why even go to sleep? You should have I wasn't to going to, and I come in, and I'm like, I wasn't even that drunk. But I come in, and I'm like. No, you probably weren't drunk at all. I'm honestly, just going to lay probably, on the couch for a while, and then I'll get slept. up. And then I was like, no, I'm going to go to bed for an hour and make the most of it. And then my alarm went off, and I seriously never even heard it. I woke up, and it was like 6.30, 7 o'clock. And I was like, shit. Yeah, you start calling me. I just start ignoring your phone calls because I'm like, I'm trying to get your fish. I was like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But I had faith in you. I knew you could do it by yourself. I did not do it by myself. Yeah. But I am going to go pre-fish today. You've got to go cut grass. So I'm going to go try out an area. And um, we might just, you know, drive an hour in a boat to fish for. Think the uh, fishing's going to be looking any better around here now that it's. (sighs) I don't know. Starting to cool off somewhere. I asked, I asked Jared what I needed to throw, and that sounds like horrible that I'm asking someone else, but hey, the dude's good at fishing, so. Hey, you got to learn somehow. <laughs> hey, he's taught me more this year than anything after the one tournament. I've, I've been surprised. Like, you've came a long way in one year. I mean, it's, it was rough. It was a rough you one year. You went from, like, what is a shaky head, and when do <laughs> I throw it, to, to, yeah. Yeah, I mean. You yeah. got to figure it out now. It was it was kind of rough. It was kind of rough at one point in time. Um, yeah. So let's talk about what your plans are for this podcast. Where do you see it going? Um, do you have any special plans for it? Um, um, well, as we sit here, I'm like working on like shipping for a mic to match your mic and another mic like what I have. Um, I've already talked to a couple guys about coming on here. Jared, who we just mentioned. He's fishing the was the South Regional today qualifier. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he's trying to get back into. He's already qualified for the state tournament, but he's got to get back into it because his partner doesn't want to fish with someone else. So, because they qualify through the Buddy Trail, it's like a complicated thing. We're gonna get all into that some point in time down the road because it like really sends my OCD through the roof that they can't have like normal like system that like everyone else has. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that doesn't change how Jared. How, how Jared is getting in and how Matt got in or if Matt goes. Um, but it's more it's more of the problem of the issue of, like, how – it just bugs me that, like, if how can a non-boater qualify as a boater? boater? I don't know. It confuses me that like, that's even a possibility. So I'm actually going to try to reach out to a guy, um, a local guy, and talk to him. Like, he's a big-time D- – 
not a DJ. What are they? MC. MC for like uh, a lot of the fishing tournaments and stuff. Me and him talk about getting hooked up and me doing some video stuff with them and some of the local tournaments. Because, I mean, that's another way to learn. It's just go, if you go film a guy fishing, like you're kind of going to know what he's doing and kind of learn from him while you're watching him fish. I mean. Right. I mean, the first time I waterfowl hunted, well, I didn't waterfowl hunt. The first time I sat and watched two other guys waterfowl hunt, I mean, we didn't kill crap, but yeah, they stuck me in a beam. We talked about this morning. They stuck me in a bean field like 30 yards away from them underneath a piece of burlap and was like, hey, don't move, but film anything that comes in. It's like, oh, awesome. This is fun. And I sat by myself and played on my phone for three hours in the hot sun of September. Hey, but you learned a thing or two, right? I did. I learned, how, matters. I learned how to set a goose spread. I mean, We've all been there. Dude, I've, dude, that camera, and that's one thing that, like, yeah, I haven't done as much with my camera as, like, I should during, like, like hunting probably since I got out of college. That's the last time I worked for Whitetail Frenzy, which was on Sportsman Channel. They were, on, they were already on Sportsman Channel. That I mean, time. you film stuff on the regular, though. I do film stuff on the regular, but I don't film like I should. Like, I should film, like, more. I should, like, do more shit. Yeah, like, but, dude, you've, like, your quality of work has gone up so much. It went from being like this grainy shit on like a uh, a camera that we like still a, like a, a camera that I still don't camcorder like yeah, for I home can, videos. I like still don't know how to get the footage. Would off video of those your kid's birthday party with or something to yeah. like? I have your first turkey on that camera that I can't get it off. That's there. some good stuff at ten yards. That we was need kind to of like an impressive save shot. that or salvage that if we can or something. I need to figure. Out, I, I I I don't know. I don't know who to talk to. I need to talk to like some like smart it guy that like understands cameras really <laughs> well IT genius. but yeah, yeah i mean your me. your quality of work i mean it's gone up a lot i can see it and you know you're actually producing some stuff that looks really good now and is yeah know, commercial I mean, quality stuff well i mean i've i actually have stuff that i've done here probably in the past yeah so are you thinking about um you know doing anything like that with us this year like or yeah mainly I mean, focused on KES or are you trying to do some of your own stuff or what do well, you think so like yeah i film and do a lot of like media work for KES but it's kind of going to be lumped in with it, i mean that's not going to stop me from still doing like my tiktok videos my yeah. stuff i actually have like and people who say they don't play in tiktok videos are freaking idiots they all do i actually have a hilarious plan that's going to be us with uh us with um KES, like a combination. I already have the videos from KES. Can't tell you what it is yet, but man, when it drops, it may go viral. It'll be kind of. <laughs> it's it, going to be that good. It, huh? it might be like, like I have faith in this one. I have faith in this one. Like, I just got to make sure, like, we'll be able to find the audio and, like, we'll just have to do It's always fun just doing your own stuff. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like, that, like when you don't have any obligations for anybody and stuff, and like, it's fun just cutting your own stuff and being like, it doesn't matter if it looks shitty, then oh well, forget it. But if it's awesome, you know, rolling it into something, and yeah, and the, and the, like KES, like I mean, Chris Wright, which I mean, he's like actually like super cool, like with me, like I mean, we like we like, I mean, I produce like he'll get some photos from today because I did have John with us from KES that was on with us and stuff, and like you know, like. I'll send him just, like, in general stuff. Like, I mean, like, if it's anything, I mean, he's, like, down to use it, like, or whatever. I mean, we do a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of the guys with them are, like, with Yeti and stuff. So, we're all with Tangle Free, which some people like them, some people hate them. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, like, indifferent. A decoy's a decoy. At the end of the day, it's the blinds and shit that I really like from Tangle Free. Yeah. That and, I mean, the skinnies. I mean, you have dot, like, if you're going to buy skinnies, Buy Dial Bomb or buy Tangle Free. That's the two to buy. Don't buy yeah. anyone else's. Like, screw everyone else that says buy theirs. Like, yes, Dial Bomb was probably the – Dial Bomb was not at the original skinny person, but they came – they they made them 
legit. Right. They made them legit and made everybody be like, oh, well. And I've hunted over like some other brands and stuff. And it's more the steak system that I hate. Like, man, their steaks suck. Like, I mean, you've been there. Yeah. Like, I've sold all my field decoys for a freaking reason because I hate the steaks on them. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I can't put a, like, in a frozen ground. Like, I carry a, uh, is it a, yeah, dead blow in my freaking spinner bag for, just like, fields. Them in there. Yeah, you just hit them on top and they're in there. Yeah. I mean, Tangle Free did, I mean, not Tangle Free, Dive Bomb did come out with this weird, like, steak system that I really don't know what it does, but. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't get that cold here. I mean, yeah. it's been that cold here before. We've tried to hunt when it was that cold. It was stupid. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the coolest parts about waterfowl hunting in general. Is it's it's not like you know, like deer hunting. You go out there and you're by yourself in a stand for like eight hours or two hours or all day or whatever. But you know, waterfowl hunting, you know, you get all these opportunities, you know, to to meet new people. And you know, it's like today I hunted with John for the first time. I've never met John in my life, but. You know, we got to cut up in the blind all morning, and it was a good time. And, you know, you've made a lot of uh, good relationships, you know, through KES and all those guys that yeah, you, I mean, you hunt then, with on, like, a weekly basis now. Yeah, I mean, like, and you, you run it's into cool. Guys. You get a lot more opportunities, you know. You get to – I mean, you don't always want to share all your intel, but, you know, you get to network with those guys and get a better idea of, of what the birds are doing. And, you know, it's just a lot more fun in general. Yeah, like, there was a lot of stuff that, like, I learned from those guys. And, like, people were, like, and, and, like, a lot of people at the first, like, and you might have been one of them, was, like, man, like, dude, why are you sharing this information with them? I was, like, dude, like, they're sharing information back. I'm learning through them. And, like, I think, like, it took a while to, like, realize that they weren't going to screw us. They had no reason to screw us because they were, those guys, like, if you want to kill birds, scout. Yeah. Absolutely, and trust, I st- I trust still, me, that's not to say I you don't 20, have to. I killed twenty five geese this this season with like Brandon and Harrison because yeah. they scouted, they drove literally an hour from where they killed where they killed fourteen. Yeah. Actually, they killed more than fourteen there. They killed like they ended up killing like twenty out of that field. Yeah, they drove an hour in another direction and found birds and literally got permission. Yeah, and and that's not wham. to say like you don't have to mind your p's and q's and you know, watch the information that you share. But if you're willing to get out there and network a little bit more and, you know, hunt with some people you may or may not know, you know, especially in a state like West Virginia where there's not, there's not a lot uh, and there's an a abundance lot more, of birds. There's not, there's not a lot. And there's a lot of guys hunting anymore. Like, I mean, they say hunters on the decline, and I 100% believe that. And I think it's more in the deer hunting and I think West Virginia is one of the worst about deer hunting because, man, there is no, there, there, there's no good bucks. I mean, there are some good bucks. Yeah, yeah, I saw you that coming. I'm out, and you haven't got have another. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of things that like we haven't like figured out fully. And I think it's, I think it's more of, I don't even know where I was going with that. You lost, you popped a beer, and I lost my train of thought. This is what happens. Yeah. Well, I'll, you know, I'll be the first to say that. You know, I have never been, I like hunting with my group of guys, you know, our buddies from high school and stuff that we've always hunted together with and not really, you know, expanding on that too much. But, you know, in the last year or so, you know, I think I've started to realize that, you know, that can be very helpful and, you know, that's something that you need to be more open to. Yeah. I mean, not everyone's out there. It's not always a bad thing. 
No, not everyone out there is like planning on screwing you like everyone right. thinks they are. I mean, yeah, there's some guys that like they kind of get what they deserve when it comes to like yeah, they just do like I mean they just do dumb stuff and you know we've I've never like fully been caught up in the middle of it like almost kind of caught up in the middle of it just because like you know like you people just don't like I mean they just hunt a whole dry and stuff which that's just an off topic we don't even ever discuss that on here that yeah. field but because it's just so controversial bullshit over it that people got mad over it um but no i mean like i mean sometimes you gotta get up early as hell and then you're, yeah you're gonna piss off a guy or two because you're gonna be the first one there i mean it right it happens i mean well hell the guy this morning like looked at us and he goes he goes he told us that he was like well if you're all going there i guess you are you'll pass us on the way there yeah is <laughs> what was, it is i was like dude like i'm not gonna like a i just got my motor back so i can't run it like i'd like to run it and yeah. i was like no dude if you're gonna go there like i'll let you have yeah. it like i have other options and he actually wasn't going to where we were going he was going near where we were going to go so right. he could have he would have benefited us been in where he by went. and large i think most people in our area are, are pretty respectful i mean you always have that one asshole but yeah and it's more of an asshole that ends up it ends up in a trespassing or just crowding issue because yes they got there late um but i think i think no i think we're got we actually like I mean, we probably have really good sportsmen. I mean, we never have, outside of like probably turkey hunting, which every state has the freaking stupid yeah. turkey hunters that get Because people just run around like all willy nilly turkey hunting and don't I give a shit about. And, and they shoot like, I don't know how you lines shoot. or property lines or anything like that. And I mean, we've been there a time or two, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But <laughs> that's, that's, we've never shot someone. I mean, that's, oh my gosh, you're going to get me off. I mean, that. I haven't shot anybody. I haven't either. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a good start. Like, that's just like getting off on a tangent. Yeah, absolutely. Like how do you shoot a guy, which we'll discuss this when spring comes around. Like, I want to find like someone who's like been, I mean, my grandpa was shot. Okay, we're getting off topic, but my grandpa actually was shot turkey hunting, like yeah. by a squirrel hunter. Like, I couldn't even imagine that. Like, how how do you get, how do you shoot? Like, I have the shotgun in my gun safe that has a BB in it. And it's like sometimes a shotgun just blows your brains out. And then other times it's just like, pellets you got to pick out of your ass like how does that work like i guess it's just all about proximity you know what i mean well i mean like i guess yeah, he, i mean like he made it turkey hunting, right? like like i mean i've heard guys talk about i mean john was talking this morning about guys just rolling up and shooting his decoys like i mean there's a big difference and i guess waterfowl is a little different because at least you can shoot drakes and hens like in turkey hunting like not i don't know very many guys running around in the woods gobbling like a gobbler like usually you're right yelping like a hen and like guys get shot and i'm like like how like it's how, not the right like were you not looking at what you like, were how does the dnr at? just not tell you like first off like hey you would have shot a hen so let me yeah. give you a ticket for that they should yeah. like they if should i was start. a dnr officer and that happened and i reported to like a call like that i would be like you're automatically getting written up and i don't know just i guess going to jail do you just go to jail <sighs> i don't know like i don't want to say go to jail like probably man. just like reckless endangerment or something like that the best story i've ever had which um if I can get him on here to tell it, and we'll just tell him, like, hey, he can be, like, a guest that does has no name and tell a story. Um, he took a guy who apparently ended up having a felon, wasn't allowed to have a gun, had, like, took a twenty two turkey hunting with him, and he popped a beer top instantly, like, before they even made it, like, 50 yards from the Can't truck. Can't drink all day if you don't start early. <laughs> I guess, but, I mean, like, that's just, like, I was, like. <laughs> I don't know how guys do that. Just like bed at three o'clock, three thirty, and then 
hitting hitting the whiskey all night long and then just which which this is something because i mean we can talk about whatever we want on here i mean this is fins and feathers and everything in between but dude like so you've gotten kind of into rodeo like you like you're definitely dying, you're dying for me to take you somewhere because i do like a ton of stuff with rodeos whether it's media or actually working for them or mm-hmm. the five six shows i bullfight a year um but you really want to go to um to like a pbr or something but dude, like I've like messed with guys who like own bulls and stuff, and those guys start drinking like literally, like the, some of them can start drinking like eight a.m. in the morning, and like they'll. Just I probably drink. would too if I was about to get on one of those things. I mean, no, no, first off, first off, like those guys, I want to punch in the face when I'm fighting bulls, and like the least chance a bullfighter listens to this, like you should punch every bull rider in the face that drinks a beer before he gets on. <laughs> they're, they're Sounds like way. fun, right? They're like like. Makes like, you let limp me, when you when you fall off or whatever. Yeah, let like, me get let me get drunk. You take so that, that impact a little easier. Like I mean, first off, they want to talk about they got like big balls and all this shit to get on. But if you got to drink a beer before you get on, or like make it worse, which I've started noticing now, which I had to discuss from a stock with a stock contractor about. But like the whole like smoke of marijuana now has gotten kind of. I think I think that's what was going on, and like some guys got kicked out of a show because I was like, hey, you know, like. I really don't feel yeah. like getting hooked and like. I, I mean, I think there is. I don't feel a like point. breaking my rib. And I think there's a point wife. between like, you know, loosening up a little and then just like crossing the line where you're just gonna cause nothing but harm to yourself and others. Oh, yeah, completely. But but, so yeah, so it sounds like we've got some good guests coming up. Um, you yeah. know, some other local producers and. Um, you know, some local bass guys that, that do pretty good on our local circuits and state circuits. Yeah. I mean, Jared's um, like, hopefully like, I'm, I'm really rooting for Jared. I mean, and we got like anybody else uh, about, uh, some KES guys explain what's, what's, what's up, what's the KES thing. And do you plan on having anybody from there on here? Oh yeah. Well, like, like some of them would be fun as crap on here. Um, just cause they're like hilarious to like talk to sometimes like John, like he had like eight cups of coffee this morning. He's like been in the military, so he doesn't shut up. He was there. wired. He was ready. Wasn't he? Dude, he was ready. Like, and like, it's his birthday weekend and kind of everyone else belled on him. So like almost cool. I kinda, he said, he said, let me shoot that duck. And everybody was just like, have at it, buddy. Like, I, <laughs> it's all I, you. well, like I forgot to tell him like it's his birthday weekend and everybody belled on him. He told me that when he was riding on my boat this morning to the hole and I'm like, Shit, you mean like everyone else from KS like Bell? He's like, yeah, they all went to weddings, all belled on me. This is my birthday weekend. Oh, I was gonna go like golf, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, don't go golf. Like, that's yeah. stupid. But yeah, I mean, so KS knock them stiff is where it's is what it stands for and stuff. And like, they've got uh, they're coming out with their cut down maybe this year. I'm gonna say this, and it probably won't come out this so year. So they're making calls, right? Yeah, like they they make duck and goose calls. Um, I don't know how many they got six goose calls I think and like eight duck calls I don't know the they're all, every single one's in the case behind me on my wall but uh, I've done all kinds of media work for them so I've kind of like gotten that benefit and stuff which I lost one the other day and luckily they had one that they just gotten back from the engraver that kind of they engraver screwed up so like they had a polish out of spot well if you polish if you understand how that works like it polishes it'll polish you're taking material off your call yeah. Yeah, so and it ended up taking off like the KES and like really taking down like the name of it, which is a red eye wood duck call. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, "Hey man, I'll just he and he actually brought it to me. He was down this way for something out of Ohio, and I met him for like dinner. And it was like it was just fun to sit around and bullshit and like talk. You haven't even got to meet Sean yet. Yeah. Sean's really no, I haven't got to meet a lot of those guys. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I know I met John this morning. Um, I know Andy, I, and I think that's pretty much it from KES, but. 
I'm looking forward to, you know, maybe meeting some of those guys this year. Yeah, man, they're like – Maybe they're, getting on a hunt or two with them. And, well, and I'm trying to, like, find out if, if we end up being an open hole to Canada next year. Talk yeah, about, talk squeeze about. me in there. I mean, I'll, I'll do ten whatever. Days in, ten days in Canada with some guys who showed up now and murder it. some birds. No questions asked. Like, you don't even got to ask me. Just when they <laughs> ask you, just be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got a guy. Uh, well, I mean, we, two, we, please. We, we could always just drop separate. Like, uh, I mean, there'll plenty of room. I'm cool with that. I'm there. Never yeah. been to Canada, so. <laughs> I mean, it'll be fun. Canada, eh? <laughs> hey, that's right. So, it sounds like, so we'll probably have some KES guys on here. Um, you know, maybe some local producers, and maybe we'll have to get uh, some of your rodeo guys on here, something like that. And oh, we can set up for a bullshit session with maybe my brother-in-law when he yeah, gets back from. That'd be like, cool. He's gonna have go. to get some of our buddies on here. Uh, they got some some pretty good stories and stuff. So, oh god, they got should be pretty entertaining. Probably have to like adjust them. We need ratings. Cody. We need Cody on here. Cody, straight he, up. Cody may get in trouble five minutes into the show. That's all right. We don't care. <laughs> That's allowed. Yeah. So. so. All right, so what do you think about you? Are we going to do this weekly, monthly? What do you think? Just whenever uh, we feel like it? So right now the goal is like bi-weekly. So we'll do the next one in like two weeks or something. That's cool. I, I just like ordered a mic because I hate the mic I'm using right now. Like I don't I don't mind it, but like I like your mic so much better. I told him, I was like, hey, I'm buying this right. one. And he was like, I bought the cheap like headset style. And he's like, I'm buying the boom pole. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. You got to look cool. I mean, you fit the part. I should take a picture of you right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, looking cool is what really matters. We yeah. all know that. Um, but yeah, we're um, that's the plan, and I think we'll do this hopefully in like two weeks. Or we're recording this one like Saturday, Saturday, so this won't go out till like Monday. Yeah, when I get to work because I don't have internet. Cool, that sounds worry. good. And it's it's our first time doing this, so you know I think we'll get better as we go. So oh, it's yeah. been fun, and you know. Yeah, I mean, you were like, we spent 30 minutes discussing this beforehand. I probably need to cut all this out because it's going to turn into us discussing discussing this podcast before no, we even started. Right. But, nah, we'll get there. So, anyways, this has been your Fins and Feathers podcast. So, episode one. So, we will see you back here in a couple weeks with more duck and bass action and all that other good stuff. Peace. Peace.